listeners. Um, today's episode, these episodes, do we call them episodes, podcasts? I'm really excited and um, today I want to talk to you about dance, there's a question mark because I'm not sure if it's dance or body or we'll see, we'll find out, let's go. I've just come back from a morning at the beach um, one of the really wonderful things about um, my house move two years ago is that I am just that bit closer to the beach. Um, so a 40 minute drive takes me to a lovely quiet spot. Um, but I wanted to share with you the magic of my morning because so many of you that I work with and so many of you that I hear from um you're so generous with your stories and you you share with me all of those moments that we can celebrate together and I'm going to do it back. So this is one of my celebrating growth moments. I went to the beach, but I went to the beach for a particular purpose. Um, I had taken advantage of the um, Facebook events feature. Um, I've been using it for for years actually to just find things locally um that might otherwise um hide under the radar and uh, one of the things that i'd come across earlier in the week was a program a community program um that is called dance free i think it is and what it does is it does it hooks anybody up who attends with a um headset so that they can essentially silent disco in the outside, in the outdoors. Um, this one was a beach, they do it in woodland, meadows, um, lots of different wonderful, beautiful spaces. And, um, and I saw this coming up and I thought, oh, I'd love to be the kind of person who dances with strangers on a beach. And that thought really caught me. I want to be the kind of person who... Now, I don't dance. I I can't even keep up with an exercise video. I feel I am pretty uncoordinated. I cannot follow steps. My executive function ability does not allow me to execute moves as such. Um, my hypermobility means that my joints fly in all sorts of interesting directions. Um, basically, I lack physical confidence. Why is this landing on a Third Culture Kid podcast? This is landing on a Third Culture Kid podcast because so much of our story is mediated. Well, let's face it, all of our story is mediated through our bodies. It is our bodies that carry us through our story. But our bodies are culturally interpreted. Our bodies are subject to the political, gendered, um, religious environments in which 
we move. And for me, one of the really big impacts actually on in terms of my body confidence has been moving between school systems. So typically we talk about um, educational impact for some of us, you know, what subjects are um, available where, what choices we might have for further study, um, what kinds of programs are open to us. But for me, physical education or PE, as we call it over here in England, um, has always been a real stress point. Because I'm not madly coordinated, um, it's not as if I would shine in this area anyway. But when moving between different school systems, so that namely the English and the American systems, I also just didn't get much time or enough time for my poor little brain to acclimatise to different sports. We don't do softball in the UK. Um, we don't do basketball, particularly uh, in grade level. Um, we do netball. Girls do netball um, and hockey. Um, but it's not hockey like some of you will know hockey. <laughs> um, so just these different rules between places, different um, sporting cultures and norms, combined with my inability to um, hit a ball, um, just left me feeling pretty insecure um, in terms of my physical ability um, as, a, as a young third culture kid. Add into this the fact that I'm a woman and the fact that I was very visible, right? I was white in a predominantly black environment for most of my upbringing. My self-consciousness hit whatever you hit when you hit, go through the roof. <laughs> it's, it's up there. Very, very self-conscious. Um, and then you've got um, a particularity of my story as well, which I know some of you share, which is the religious context. So the female body as problematic. Um, I was in a predominantly Muslim um, host country for a lot of my childhood, and I was in a Christian um, missionary environment for a lot of my childhood. And there are strong narratives in both of these that, the, that invite self-awareness shall we say I think that's about as neutral as I can get self-awareness around the female form and that self-awareness has had me hide essentially um I can be I've over the last few years I've gotten bigger and bolder in terms of colour clashing patterns a lot of you will know my many varied dungarees and massive earrings um, in our sessions there are many ways I have found to kind of push the envelope with self-expression but when I saw this event I thought I want to be the kind of person I thought well I could be I could just go I could risk it what's the worst that could happen and the beautiful thing about the way this event was worded was the invitation to move as much or as little as you wanted. It was very inclusively worded, very safety creating event. So I went. And right up until leaving the house, I wondered if I would bail because it felt really vulnerable to take myself to a place of encountering 
whether or not the, the degree to which I would let my body exist. That's what it came down to for me. Can I let myself show up fully in my body um, without fear constraining me? And I did. The music was great. That helped. The people were fantastic. So inviting. So inclusive. And the beach was perfect. But I'm really proud of me. I'm really delighted that I've taken a step to undo a really conscious undoing of some beliefs that I've held about my body and movement that have been so constraining, so constraining. And today I became somebody who can dance on a beach. I find myself actually wanting to amend the word dance, move, because I'm not sure what I was doing really qualifies as dance. But that's the kind of self-effacing piece that is part of my problem. Whether or not anybody else called it dance, I danced. I call it dance. And I'm going to do it again. I'm going to stalk this group <laughs> around the whole locality and do it again. And I wanted to share that with you today, partly because it has lit me up. And there's this amazing sense of ooh, freedom, just kind of pushing through um, one of the things that has constrained me in my story. Um, but I wanted to tell you as an invitation to, an invitation to notice where your body sits in your story. What, what things have you learnt about yourself in your story? Perhaps there are, there are experiences you've had through your story that, that helped you encounter amazing physical skill sets. Um, perhaps you, you, you were on team sports um, or pursued athletics or um, you have fond memory of tree climbing gosh I have fond memories of tree climbing they were safe spaces where I felt strong as well um, it's much harder to find trees with enough lower branches it seems over here in the UK um, but where does your body sit in your story What's, what's constraining it? What beliefs are you holding that, that you were taught, that you learnt, that you took on, perhaps to keep you safe, perhaps to help the other people around you feel more comfortable? Just look at them. One of the, the things that surprised me as I was <laughs> dancing around this beach was how much I kept throwing out my arms and there's something about being under an expanse of sky but it was as if I wanted to take up as much space as possible and for those of us who grew up trying to find the gaps that we felt invited to inhabit 
in perhaps other people's stories or find ways that we could be that didn't jostle or inconvenience anybody else that's a bit that's a bit huge that physical act of throwing your arms wide taking a, a wide-legged stance and just taking space and doing that in a safe space where it literally bothers nobody where everybody else is just doing their thing too nobody's looking that was part of the magic this morning nobody was looking at me I was doing something that felt really visible really public and nobody was looking and it took me back to all those moments through my early years where I could just be sitting still in a corner and I would be incredibly visible simply because I was white or in later years over here in the UK where I felt really visible because I just I hadn't quite cracked the, the fashion code or my accent was wrong that somehow my my visibility came with a certain amount of discomfort and there's something about entering a space which just expects you to be visible and nobody's bothered because they're busy being visible themselves except what we're all really doing is seeing ourselves and in that moment I felt so connected to these six other beautiful humans half of whose names I can't remember partly because I'm terrible with names partly because that wasn't the point we shared a space and time and moved moved our bodies took up space had fun dang it was fun The last element of magic I want to share from this morning is that the facilitator had put together a playlist of really great, great songs. But what she had also done very intentionally is chosen music from around the world. And there was a moment early on in the set, it was about an hour, hour set, where I recognised some a sound and a rhythm very familiar to me from, from Niger that just felt like, oh, okay. And my body responded. It was as if this, this part of my body that knows that sound, that remembers how people moved to that sound, sort of slotted in, clicked in, landed, arrived, came home. Oh, that's another invitation I want to offer to you today. If there is music or, or simply sounds, maybe birdsong or particular landscape, running water, wind, rain sounds, rain on a tin roof, right? If there are particular sounds 
that take you to places in your story? What would it be like to, to give yourself a moment to intentionally listen to those? And there are so many platforms that we can use to do this. Um, I, I tend towards Spotify because there are so many playlists out there. But what would it be like to, to listen intentionally to that soundscape and just notice what your body does? Does it do something slightly new or old? It's a way of accessing ourselves. Our bodies are not just the vehicles through which we move through life. They, our stories are etched in their cells and fibres and the energy that moves through us. It's important. Your body is an important part of your story. And it's and it's so unique. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being there for me to share my oh my gosh, this thing happened moment. It can be hard to, to find places to share these sort of TCK awareness moments because they're just happy moments. But I was noticing this land on a, on a TCK story level for me and I wanted to share with you. So thank you. And I'll see you next time. Bye.